different. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to do it? Welcome to the Constant Struggle. I'm Nick Watson. And I'm Bree Watson. And this tent fort is amazing for sound quality, actually. A tent fort that no one can see, so maybe we should describe, but first... Let's, Let's welcome our yeah. special guest. It also feels weird saying special guest when we're at their house. Oh, yeah. The crossover pod is going to happen today. First time for us. Let's Okay. Well, let's get started. Our uh, our special guest today. Oops. I mean, I didn't mean like, let's get started. You're like, I, we already started, didn't we? Yeah, I we mean, started. Like, I mean, like, let's welcome our special guest. There you go. Maddox Campbell. I've been here all along. What? <laughs> Improviser. But now you're allowed to actually Podcaster. Tech guru. Studio maker. Studio. Tent, stu, stu, yeah. Tent, ca- tent. Indoor camping enthusiast. Yeah. Blanket fort enthusiast <laughs> is probably my, my biggest uh, title. Yeah. That's what it says on, on Twitter. <laughs> Which is the most official of yeah, all titles. I think so. Whatever you yeah. get on Twitter. Forget LinkedIn. That's legally binding. <laughs> exactly. You can't, oh, you can't crap. change I got a lot that. of scrubbing to do that. <laughs> I'll never be able to run for prime minister now. Is oh. that what it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Twitter. That, that's what finally put you over. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing Twitter. holding you back. <laughs> well, we can't have somebody who's so obsessed with golf be our prime minister. Oh, that, I'm, I'm aching today Twitter from that. Like. Oh, I'm golfing. Okay. Isn't that what politicians do? Like, isn't yeah, that where golf. all the big deals? Networking. Yeah. Happens out there. Nick's fingers are in air quotes. Oh, they should have been. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah, parking. laughs> I don't want to move, though, because I'm worried. I, the tent fort the tent. I'll knock. I'm the kind of clumsy that would, like, knock the fort over and... Oh. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. And then we would, I don't know, and then the roof would cave in and all hell would break <sighs> loose. <laughs> I, I hope I hope I never actually break anything setting up my blanket forts because I, I don't have a backup plan. <laughs> they it would just like, be poor sound quality, and I, I cannot live by that. It's strong load-bearing blankets. blankets. Yes, they will yes, be fine. Yes, they will hold it up well. <laughs> so if you're wondering why this podcast sounds so good today. And professional. <laughs> it's not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> Maddox. Uh, all right. Uh, so, yeah. So, Maddox, why don't you tell, you, tell, tell us a little bit about uh, about what you do? Sure. Uh, I guess the thing that is most relevant to the podcast yes. is podcasting. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Although, I guess I met you as an improviser. So, there's yeah. that element of it as well. Yes, I definitely am an improviser. I have a, a big old improv acting background. Right. I, I officially studied. I went, I did a fine arts minor. I Where? Did, uh, University of New Brunswick. Oh, which I it wasn't like a huge hardcore acting program, but they, like it's a fine it arts minor. It's official. Was it it's, bilingual? No. Okay. I mean, the school probably had some French courses, but it's yeah. still mostly an English All language. Right. Just wondering. The oldest English language university in Canada. Wow. Nice. Wow. I had no idea. That was one of Where the Where is factoids. it in uh, Fredericton? Fredericton, yeah. yes. Cool. And so you studied, it was, it was a fine arts minor. English major. English major. English major, okay. <clears throat> English major on an arts degree, and then also got a computer science degree on the side so that I could... Um, do Make money. Ap- ap- <laughs> no, appease, never use it for money. Oh, appease yeah. my parents, basically. Oh, there yeah, it is, you know, yeah. like, uh, So I could ever win an argument again, basically, because like, otherwise in my family full of like engineers and lawyers, you'd be uh, like, oh, you don't know anything. You're just an arts major. Great. Like, Shut up. I did computer. I, should, I did computer science. <laughs> I have the education. I just don't use it. <laughs> I choose not to use yeah. it. I'm not a dummy. <laughs> I just studied really hard for something that I'm not going to use. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, okay, maybe, that is, maybe that is a dummy. <laughs> that's maybe what it's I a different did, type of dummy. Yeah. Arguably what you did yeah. at the, uh, also. Yeah. Well, Film. I mean, I could watch the shit out of movies. Well, there you so go. There's that. Oh, and English, and I talk <laughs> yeah, and yes. use words. Yes, so. yeah. <laughs> I suppose. This appearance on your podcast has been a long time in the making. Yes. La- when we started talking about it, I had a different podcast. 
it's, it, uh, it's a cross generational podcast. Yeah. Yes, I blame Nick. What? Because yeah, you're probably. hard to schedule. Yeah, yeah. I am. Because we've had yeah, that was that's been the toughest thing is is scheduling you because you have children that need looking after. Yeah, and yeah, that's my fault. I'll take that. <laughs> Thank you. There's right. no I mean, way around it. I, you know, if, if they're weak, you can just release them into the wilderness. Just, yeah, yes. there's that. I come back stronger or not at all. Like that is, <laughs> and you'll be able to podcast in the meantime. <laughs> That's the yeah. most important. I think thing, so. I guess, you got to get your priorities sorted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so what? What did you like the arts and performance when you were in high school? Is that why you went to school to study it? Uh, it uh, was not it, like in the making. Like if you had seen a younger me, you wouldn't go, "Oh, that's that's going to be an arts kid." <laughs> <laughs> like as. Anyone who has ever seen of this face before <laughs> goes, oh, that's a nerd. Oh, God. We've got we've to gotta take a photo of us in this tent. I just realized. Oh, my God. We gotta, yeah, we, we, we got to do this. We will yeah. take a photo okay. later. And I mean, yeah. I don't, there's wh- not that many Maddox Campbells out there. So you can Google. I'll, I'll be up there. You'll <laughs> go, oh, yeah, that's oh, a that nerd. <laughs> that's a nerd right away. I just don't see the angle of like why you'd think that comment with being in a tent for doing a podcast would make you think a nerd spree. Oh, I just, just, <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. Well, all of I think I look just looked at all of the three of us under here right now. Now in the size of our lenses. Well, I feel like we should all beat ourselves up. At the end of this. We're, we're, we're the future nerds now. We, we, we spun it around. We're in charge now. But I get, yeah, yeah, I was like a science kid. Mm. I, I wanted to be a computer scientist growing up. Okay. Uh, so that's part of why I went to school for both. And right. And then partway through, I go, oh, no, I don't want to do this. What did you want to do computer science wise? Like, did you want to make cool programs or did yeah, you cool want to program- make I think, video games? I think yeah. video games yeah. was a right. big part okay. of it. You know, you grew up, you wanted to play video games. You want, Then you want to make video games. Right. Uh, but at some point, I was also like, you know, I'll just not work do cool computer stuff and I'll make a good life and a good living. And then, Oh, you were close. Like that could have happened. Could have (laughs) happened. But again, at some point I'm like, no, I don't think I want to do like that nine to five life. I don't think I want to be in those cubicles. I did some summer jobs of it and I was like, Ooh, I don't know guys. Uh, It's a pretty sweet way to live. Uh, You're (laughs) Nick looks so sad saying that. (laughs) I mean, again, Uh, life would in many ways be easier and my parents would be much more appeased, but uh, are your parents not, are your parents not fans of your podcast? They're, uh, Plural. I don't know if they listen. I think I've told them about it a couple of times, but I don't think they know how to podcast yeah, they very might, well. Mm. They might just not understand how it works. How podcast? Yeah, yeah, podcasting is a hard thing for them to figure out. One of my one of my aunts does. <laughs> oh, she nice. cool. Yeah, <laughs> so nice. she probably updates them on everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah, she on. probably checks in when they when they call. He doesn't need his computer degree. He's doing well. <laughs> I do. I guess I always wonder about that. Like, because because my parents live so far away for most of my performance career, I wonder if it would be different if I like expected them to watch more of it. Especially like the comedy stuff, you know, sometimes it gets... Well, as somebody who has parents who live relatively nearby who don't come to their shows... They don't, they don't come, okay. <laughs> They've been to Niagara show, haven't they? Once, uh, oh, because once. we told them it was family-friendly. But that's oh, just okay. because they're super... Religious. Do, do you feel like self-consciously you would change your tone if you knew they were in the audience? Even if they weren't like sitting there staring at you, but like... You know, I once did a show. So I did a stand-up show and they were in the audience and I didn't, it didn't concern me what my material was because I know like they were familiar with the you? way... Me, yeah. <laughs> Your type what, of comedy. Yeah. yeah. What threw me off was when they was just uh, knowing they were in the audience for everybody else's stuff and everybody else's And you stuff had with. no faith exactly. in those and people. No, not that I didn't have... <laughs> well, all, I had heard their... They heard stuff. their stuff. And you knew mom and dad would probably not like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they were, yeah, they were young men talking about. Oh, God. Yeah, no. All right. Exactly. 95% dick yeah. based humor. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so rape like, jokes. Yeah, in, yeah. So in hindsight, I probably just shouldn't have invited them to that event. But it was like, it's a, it's the showcase. It's going to be great. But yeah, eh. so that's a rookie mistake. Yeah. yeah it's still, 
<laughs> they just had, had never came back to ever come. again. Although they did come to my second city grad or the conservatory grad. Conservatory show. grad. Yeah, yeah, and that they enjoyed because it's good. It my, wasn't da- my dad evil. actually did come to my conservatory show, but he, it was because he happened to be in town oh, well, on a business trip at the same time. So it worked out real great. That worked out well. Yeah. What was your conservatory show called? Uh, the War on Error, The Sweet Smell of Success of Failure. Oh. Yeah. Who, okay. When did you do your grad? Uh, 2010. Okay. October, I think. All right. I wasn't that far behind you. Yeah. Okay. Could anybody, anybody. Uh, that they would still, still know? Yeah. Some yeah. people who are still in the scene. Uh, Kyle Scott still kicks around. Yeah. Mostly, he's mostly in the softball these yeah, days. Yeah, I see him there every week. <laughs> well, are you guys on the same team? Or I mean, I don't play softball. Oh, okay, no problem. No, but he's like uh, very engaged. Outdoor activity. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this before? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of softball? <laughs> I, I heard it's mostly a beer league. I hear they mostly <laughs> yeah, do yes. drinking, but still, it's just not worth it for the baseball. <laughs> we do lots of drinking the rest of the week too. So, um, guy, yeah. Jess Bryson was in my class. Oh. Oh, she's, man. She's still kicking around? In my mind, she's always been associated with bad dogs. I'm like, the idea mm. that she has gone through Second City it just blew my mind. But the, the version of bad dog that exists now did not exist then. Exactly. Yeah, right. that's true. Oh. The timelines. The time, yes. Yeah. Okay. The timelines are all like colliding and explode. Maybe it's because I just went to wa- yeah, no. yeah, too many superhero movies. So I was thinking like a DC Marvel crossover going bad dog to, uh, ooh, hello, uh, Second City. Whoever was out there is on your side. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if well, that'll pick, be picked up in the mic because our sound system is so great. We're still going to get that home. Okay. Yeah, it's still getting through. Sorry. <laughs> you were, so you're in computer science and about halfway. Was it about halfway? You were kind of like, meh. I actually did them both at the same time right simultaneously yeah but you realized maybe you enjoyed the arts one better than yeah and i, I did some improv in high school oh, cool. it, it wasn't a super formalized okay so it wasn't like C- did cig exist when you were in high school i i think it did i don't oh, right. think it existed where i was gotcha you know i was in small town ontario at the time and it was like a local league that was i think it was similar to like theater sports in style but uh, whichever one has like you're supposed to be mad at the ref and they're supposed to be pretend to be a jerk. That's like French Canadian style stuff. Yeah. Okay, so that's maybe, what we maybe, did. Maybe yeah. that's what we was were stealing a, that style from. Was it a tiny hockey arena? Uh, it wasn't a tiny hockey arena, but okay. we just did them in our like cafetoriums at our high schools. <laughs> but cafetorium. Like, <laughs> oh my god! All right, cool. exactly. Like that's the scale of schools we had. But like the ref would dress like a hockey. Exactly. Ref. Yeah. So it's they the would, same thing. Yeah. yeah. They would edge up their meanness. They could give you penalties for yes. certain things. All right. We used to get penalties for swearing speaking English or speaking English. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I imagine uh, all the penalties you guys would get for accidentally speaking French. <laughs> <laughs> that's not one of them. No. I know you get them for it's probably blocking. Like oh, that it was, makes sense. It was too much blocking. One that's weird now, looking back, is uh, they called it um, not getting objects, topless objects. Okay. I think. Oh, so it was basically you if you touched any of your shirt, like if you, you touched your actual shirt instead of like miming in front of your oh. shirt. Interesting. Were you? Did you guys wear jerseys? No. Okay, so for the way it worked for us was you couldn't use props at all. Like, so you couldn't touch your actual shirt, except for if you were wearing a jersey, you could use your like you could rip your jersey off and use it as like assuming you're wearing a shirt underneath yeah uh and use this your your jersey was the only prop you're allowed to use but you can make your jersey into any prop so i think it's the same idea where it's like everyone had the jersey so they wanted to make sure it was fair yeah no one no one had an advantage because they brought something with right exactly uh but again we just didn't have we just didn't have uniforms so it was just don't touch any of the things Uh, it to the extent of and this is a terrible idea looking back and i can't believe they did this uh, but I actually messed up my knee right mm. before one of our tournaments. I jumped down a flight of stairs. I was having a good day, celebrating. 
uh, later found out it was a much worse injury than I thought. But at the time I thought like, okay, I just, you know, sprained it, it, bruised it or whatever. So I borrowed some uh, crutches from a friend so I could still go to the show. And I said like, hey, just heads up, you know, I hurt my knee earlier today. I'm going to be using these crutches. They're like, ooh. No. They were like, no, that, crutch that would crutch. be an object's <laughs> penalty. Oh, that's ridiculous. You can use them to get to stage, and then you have to throw them back to your team. Would that's... you have been able to sit? There's no, there was no, no chairs. chairs. So chairs would chairs. have been illegal, too? So our entire scenes were all me standing on one foot hopping around. Oh, man. That's dumb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really I mean, was. Like you couldn't get away with that kind of stuff now. No. now so if... apparently you can't use crutches, but you can use your pain. I mean, by that same logic, if we had someone in the league who had a wheelchair, nope. uh, they would have to get dumped by their yeah. team onto the stage. <laughs> uh, Them's the rules. Sorry. Them's the rules. Yeah. Like, I don't no know. props. <laughs> this is improv. We take the rules very seriously. Yeah, this, and you can't move away from them at all. Yeah. Although, how badass of it is that you like potentially have an injury now that never healed properly? Because... I had to get surgery later. Oh, yeah, this was, yeah, great. This was like a, a tear in the, the ligaments oh, in my knee. I mean, pretty badass that you stuck <laughs> to it, right? Those are the hard I cared about improv a lot back then. <laughs> yeah. even, even still, but like probably too much in high school. <laughs> like a shot of cortisone before you take the improv stage. <sighs> <Yeah. sighs> Put me in, coach. <laughs> yeah, I remember like Improv when you're a, a young kid is different because you have because you it can, meant everything. You can do more things with your body as a kid that you would not do as an adult. I right. feel like oh, I remember yeah. like jumping well, up in the air falls. backwards and landing like on my back oh, for the scene, and it was like I'm fine, everything's great. But now I'm like, ugh. Was yeah, I, I think I, <laughs> I did hard falls anytime I died in a scene. Yeah. Like I would just like full body flat on the ground to the point of like someone was like, oh, the, like I mentioned like, oh, I don't do sports, but I do theater sports. And like, what, what does that mean? Like, I'm like, oh, you know, like improv, it's like a theater sport. Like that's not a sport. And like, I mean, like I've gotten injuries. <laughs> I have bled. <laughs> I have you. bled for this. Like I bruised my knees and scraped my knee- oh, shins and stuff like f- from my own idiotic. Sacrifice your body. <laughs> but, but yeah. Yeah. I think we're learning that we need a softer floor for, for improv. It should oh, yeah. be done on, yeah, it should be done on a Like mat. a wrestling mat. Yeah, wrestling mats. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have carpets at Second City for whatever that's worth. Uh, Causing carpet Is that burn? enough? Yeah, yeah, a lot of carpet burn. Yeah. Probably Although have- it's true, like ruined jeans, like ruined, like, yeah, ruined pants from like, I made my students the other day, uh, they had to pretend they were animals. <laughs> Right, that's what mm-hmm. you do, and okay. they're just like walking around the floor, like like really giving her, and yeah. like I was like, oh, they're gonna need new pants. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Yeah, but again, they're new, they're new to improv, yeah. so it still feels all that special. They haven't yeah, gotten those first injuries point. yet. Yeah. yeah, you're willing to lose some pants to it. That's true. I mean, if you were a cat, that's how you would move on your knees. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dumb old that's not accurate. <laughs> dumb cats. Uh, you gotta go more with the uh, be a tree thing. Be, yeah, well, a lot easier on the pants. Yeah, but like, what kind of characteristics do a tree have? Steadfast, sturdy. Yeah, but if you're there gonna like play, strong if you're gonna breeze, play a tree, it could be a strong breeze. You, move now. You can't move around the same way. Like, what attitude does a tree give off? I don't know. I know uh, a certain tree bird, tree beard. <laughs> oh, okay, the all right, okay. There's Moved that. around quite a bit and uh, happened there, to defeat if... the white wizard Saruman. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. They're if probably magical about trees warming to... and like, oh, just it? having a concern about it doesn't mean like, how, then you would have to, okay, so the point is that, you, but then is the like idea is you stuff. take in these characteristics as a human and then if you're walking around, I don't know. I guess you could I think, be tree-like. I think Bree's prejudice is just oh, yeah, showing Honestly, right animals <laughs> over <laughs> plants <laughs> for, the, for the win. Sure, okay. Where are we? We're in okay, we're high, in high school. school. Yeah, we're going through. Yeah, but you school. said small town Ontario? 
Yeah. Yes, I but was in Ontario at the time. But then you went to school in New time. Brunswick. Oh, yes. okay. I just assumed you grew up in New Brunswick. I'm originally from there, born there. A lot of my younger years were in Ontario, though. Oh, okay. What happened there? Uh, my dad moved around a lot because he was an engineer in a dying industry. He worked in pulp and paper. Mm. Mm. Okay. There's a lot of pulp <laughs> and paper. I'm surprised you didn't live in the Niagara region. There's like no. two or three paper Mills. plant mills. We, we were at Cornwall for a while okay. until that one closed down. Uh, oh, yeah. That was a big one. Yeah. We were in Fort Francis for a while until oh my that goodness. one closed down. A friend of mine just went there. Anyway. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing. No, no. Yeah. Again, all the all the they were lively towns while we were there. Yes. My dad saw that the plant was closing. Moved to were the next they one. Were they built around the plant? Like that's the whole reason that town was small there. Small towns, pulp and paper plants. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Ugh. Oh, but isn't there isn't there still a big one in uh, Nova Scotia? It doesn't matter. There's probably there probably are some mills some. there, yeah. but like again, a lot of them are shutting down. Yeah. It's, yeah. a, it's a shrinking industry. What, you don't think people need paper anymore? <laughs> That's why I went to the computers, Bree. Yeah. Everything's online now. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I remember that episode of The Office when like Michael Scott went to a university or something to defend paper and everybody's like, it's okay, take notes. And everybody's like on their laptops. Anyway, oh. do you remember that? I, I don't know. I didn't watch that show. Oh, well. <laughs> la dee da I prefer the British show. one. Oh, for <laughs> crying out loud. Actually, the British one gave me so many of the cringes that I couldn't branch off to the other one. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the pure uncut, oh, unfiltered uh, office experience. Yeah, which again, I was like, oh, this is very good. This is very well done. I do not want to. It was not enjoyable because I actually worked in an office as well, so I felt all of that uncomfortableness. Yeah. So, no, it hit way too close. To in home. the UK too. So you probably. Oh my god! Yeah, to. it all <laughs> happened. I would watch it like hiding behind my fingers cringing and like worried to see and he went for everything that you could possibly do wrong yeah, yeah. which yeah. is but i think like the american one was less less cringy yeah but eventually. that first season the first felt season like was cringy yeah almost word per word things yeah but I, then I, apparently it took on a life of its own i got a lot of time i can't devote a whole you get well there you just said you have a lot of time you mean you don't have a lot i don't of time. have a lot of time yeah, okay yeah all right let's call it sibling nitpicking <laughs> <laughs> all right Improv, high school, uh, then what happened? So I did the university. I did the double degree. We mentioned that a little okay, bit. Okay, so we got there. Was there also improv yeah, at the university? At your university? There was wasn't there very much improv. So like I, I did some plays. Uh, oh, cool. And it was very comedy-based. And I did some... Oh, cool. Um, they had like a, a, a summer playwriting festival called Notable Acts that you could everyone would submit. It was supposed to promote local New Brunswick writers. So I uh, submitted to their like 10 minute play thing every year. Cool. I got a couple of those produced oh, and, nice. and would also perform in them. So it was almost like sketch. Yeah. They were designed like. If it's 10 minutes, it's light, not super, comedic, yeah. comedic, out on the street. Yeah. Not quite sketch, but like almost. Yeah. Like how so long? Like a five minutes? 10, ten minute, minutes. A 10 so minute play like minute plays. Oh, I missed that. Okay. So yeah. So the idea would be that it was like a, as part of the festival, they would have uh, five, pick five different 10 minute plays, and then during lunch hour every day, uh-huh. you'd do them for the public. Oh, cool. All right. And it was supposed to promote the rest of the theater well, festival, like basically. Outside or? Yeah, actually, oh, in, so like, nice. in downtown in the barracks. So it was like a, a big open field surrounded by old buildings. Cool. I'm trying to think if whether or not I've ever been to Fredericton. And I don't think I. No, I went to St. John. Those are different Different cities. places, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've not been. You've never been to New Brunswick, period? Maybe to land on the way to Newfoundland. Oh, yeah, it's okay. a lot of a lot of people drive through it, uh, which is uh, please stop. That's a long drive. <laughs> Buy some gas oh, at least. Man. <laughs> check out check out a, a, a lighthouse or something. <laughs> Give us some money. We need the jobs. I did spend. Uh, a friend of mine got married in. Ha- well, she's from Hampton, New Brunswick. So I went drove there to Hampton. 
How long's that drive? It was long. Yeah. We stayed well, we stopped in Quebec City on the way and then went yeah. Man, that's long. And then we're like, okay, well, where do we stay when we get to Hampton? And my friend laughed at me. There was no hotel in Hampton. We had to go to St. John to stay. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. even I don't even know Hampton and I'm from the East Coast, <laughs> there you so go. it must be a small it's, place. Yeah. It's outside St. John. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. It was nice. Ugh. The best covered bridges. Oh, <laughs> just like finest. better than Madison oh, County. I mean, you guys, I'm sure you guys have seen some big bridges before, but it's just not the same if you don't put a barn on top of it. <laughs> For some reason, I still don't know why they. Yeah, why, why, did, why are they covered? I was going to go there. The snow off them or something. Oh, that like, makes sense. But it's like horse and buggy times. Like right. they're, they're only yeah, big enough for like a single car nowadays. That's true. Maybe it's like, like the, a last ditch shelter. Like if you're stuck in a blizzard, I was like, oh, I know there's a river here. I could sleep in the bridge. But it's <laughs> so weird when they just build them like <laughs> elsewhere. Maybe Why would from, it be like on top of the bridge specifically? I don't know. Maybe if they're from like the old country where all the bridges well, are guess, covered. Well, but I can't think of one European. What about? Because bridges, if they get super cold, they get super slippery. Yeah. Oh. It's probably it's probably to try to protect it from like splash and dew so it doesn't get as slippery. Yeah. I mean, that's, again, we have better means nowadays. Yeah. So they're not exciting. That's a good point. But we I also mean, have like, but again, I want to promote the tourism. So please go out there. Yeah, and look oh, you got to go see those bridges covered barns. bridges. <laughs> and appreciate how like dry and ice free the roads are yes. in the wintertime. And another, not the roads, all the roads, not, just, no, just under those within bridges, the bridge. yeah, in the bridge zone. Yeah. yeah. I guess we are ruling out one other possible theory, Uh-oh. which is um, there was a bridge. Yep. And he fell deeply and painfully in love with a barn. Oh, and then, and then, <laughs> and they got together, and then a covered bridge was born. Bridge boating. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Now I want to go back. <laughs> or we should write a children's story <laughs> about a barn and a bridge. A bridge that falling in love. Yeah, bridge that's falling in love with a barn. People then. in the East Coast would love that shit. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So you moved around a lot. A lot of a lot between. Uh, New Brunswick and Ontario. Yeah. Elsewhere too? Or just mainly No, most those just two? those yeah, two. Okay. Yeah. The only two paper places in the wor- the known universe. <laughs> <laughs> just where we ended up for whatever reason. <laughs> I, I guess other places make paper. I've never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> and so they don't matter to they me. They don't matter sir. to me. Uh, and did, uh, yeah. What? I didn't follow in the family business. I don't make paper now. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm using paper. Though. I, <laughs> I also have a notebook here and I feel happy about it. Huh. This one was made... In Japan. Ooh. So they must have paper there, they, too? Apparently, they're still making paper in, in Japan. I got this at Home Depot, so it's probably some American sweatshop somewhere. Oh, why yellow? It's, it's traditional for writing. Oh, I okay. don't think you can make sweatshop paper. Like, I don't think <laughs> It's a very industrial process. I don't think you have people lined up stamping the trees themselves into pulp and Just then working flattening it out hours. by hand. Yeah, I don't think that's a... You can feel good about that paper okay, that cool. it wasn't made yeah. with a uh, your shirt on the other hand. Oh no, yeah. that's a mess. <laughs> oh, that yeah. one's definitely it was free. I got it at an Argos game. <laughs> hey, there's, there's no nothing way is, is free. Nothing no. is free. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then you, you, there we go. Then we're we're back to university now. Back to university. You're doing your double degree. Yeah. Uh, you do you do some plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then what happens when you graduate or did you did you so. You I did graduate. Both, I did. Get, I got degrees. both. I got okay. both degrees. I got the full. I got all those certificates and letters I can stick after my name if I officially want to. What the letters do you get for being a computer science guy? BCS. Oh, then. Okay. So bachelor it's a Bachelor of, of, computer, science. Computer, of computer Science. science. Yeah. Okay. And a BA for a Bachelor of Arts. B-A-B. Nice. B-C-S. 
I'm allowed to put them there if I, I don't think I do. No, I don't know. I don't think a lot of people who have bachelor's degrees. Like, yeah, I would never put my social science bachelor's I was degree. really, I was really, in 010, I was real proud. <laughs> yeah. In 2010, I was real proud. I guess I had if you were like actually after. working in the industry, like, oh, how no, many people would because no, everyone in the would need it and they would possibly have their master's in. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Exactly yeah. Because, like, definitely in the arts, there aren't that many people who are like, Brie Watson, BA. I don't have a BA. Yes, I well, have okay, a ba- yeah. B social, <laughs> Bachelor of Social Sciences. <laughs> So pro- even less useful as minor so, low so lower c lowercase so c sorry yeah. that's what it was anyway but yeah once i graduated i decided i was going to uh, go from just dabbling in the arts to pursuing the artist's artist life in toronto okay uh, oh so, so right out of school you right know, after boom, school yeah, basically after the summer break i moved here uh and i i guess i had that idea that like there was a single edition you'd have and they'd be like you're an actor or you're, you're not an actor. Time to go home. Right. Uh, and that is not the case. No. no Imagine if it was that easy. It would be so nice yeah. to know at least what your fate was. Well, I tried <laughs> acting and uh, they told me no. So yeah, here exactly. I am. They're like, you're not allowed here. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll go back. When it's really more of a like, oh yeah, pretty good. Not right for this. And, right. and that over and over again. Um, so yeah, I've, I've, I've been working on projects here. I still do get the occasional acting gig, but... I continue my life. Yeah, uh, this is a, well, yeah, the, I, the cool, the coolest one, I guess I could say that I've heard of, or that I've heard, or that I've seen, I guess, did I see you in? Yeah, I would have seen it, that Nick might, not now, Uh is the metric video. I did the metric thing. metric video, which is fucking baller. Which one? (laughs) Uh, It it wasn't actually one of their music videos, but what it was is. uh, Oh, it was a promo. It was a promo. So along with one of their uh, CDs, Pagans in Vegas, I think was the name of the CD. They were releasing one of the singles as a cassette, as like a weird, quirky promo type thing. Okay. Like, sorry, an uh, old school cassette? Throwback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, an actual yeah. cassette. So it was like you could get it at their concerts. They would have <laughs> the, the hit single off that album on as an EP on a cassette. Oh, all right. Uh, so to promote that, they had me like remake an old Columbia House style... <laughs> commercial commercial <laughs> awesome so i had like you know my old my old announcer voice and and you know check out the cd get it all this uh and then on top of that they at one point wanted me to like you know point call the number at the bottom of the screen <laughs> which like at first they were just gonna put like a, a filler number in there and they're like what if it was a real number you could actually <laughs> what's call? your phone number man well they didn't do that thankfully because okay. that would be terrible uh <laughs> random people calling me all the time but what was great is they actually decided, okay, we're going to have a, like this other gag is that we'll have a metric hotline you can call into. <laughs> God, and, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And so like on a touchstone thing, you could pick any of the years they released an album and they would just go through like all the historical events that happened that year. Oh. And this was my voice. That's so elaborate. So you had to read all the So yeah, I was stuff. reading out all this copy and <laughs> keeping my announcer voice on and throwing in like, it was a little, it was gaggy, right? right. Like, uh, so I had some gags in there. Oh man. That's fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a really that's fun. a really fun, fun pro- thing, dude. Like, in a fun, like, what, like out of the box creative idea for a band to do. Like, you don't see. I don't know. I remember, you don't see like, a lot of that. Again, it's like a Can- Canadian indie can do weird stuff. Yeah. They're not, you know, falling under that same sort of like, we got to have a polished, crazy image and everything's a, a, a giant plant. No, no, it's just like, oh, this is fun. Let's do this. Yeah. I love that it, like, one thing led to another and that it wasn't, like, planned that way. Yeah. It was so, like, plan. oh, no, let's actually have a Do you remember the CDs that had, like, multimedia stuff on them, yes. too? Yes. Like, I remember, uh, I want to say I Mother Earth had a funky CD where you oh, could just... put it in your CD-ROM drive. Yeah, you would do it there. And then, like, there'd be some animations and you click, I think you get the songs or videos with it. Yeah. I know Bare Naked Ladies had that on one of their albums, too, where they had, like, a fake newscast <laughs> with the band. 
and had, had they had some good jokes in there too. I remember one was like they're doing the weather report was like, uh, and the now report for Vancouver is it, it's sunny if you're visiting and rainy if you're <laughs> there. That's true. <laughs> that happened the one time that I was, went. Yeah, that's that, that sunny. Everyone else that complained. It just about rained on all the locals while you yeah, walked around so in the sunshiny haze. It was weird. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and then, of course, I focus mostly on my own projects. Right? Yeah, yeah, because you, you can sit around hoping someone casts you in something, waiting for your agent to get something, or right. you can make your own projects and do something that put something cool into the world that you want to exist. Yeah. So tell us about some of your cool projects. Sure. Uh, I'll tell you about, I guess, yeah, start with podcasts because we're podcasts. Yeah. Uh, that's, wait, yeah. That's what we're doing. Oh my God. <laughs> this has gone full circle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one that I am actively doing, the one that I'm currently still releasing episodes is called Break a Wish. And the idea of that one is we take a suggestion of a magic wish someone would want granted. And we try to come up with a balanced ironic cost. So the idea is like, oh, would you still take this wish if this was the cost tickets? Uh, uh, would you rather type game? Right. My own sort of spin on it. Uh, so we break the, we break down the wish as we talk it out with, I have two guests on every show. Oh, nice. Mostly improvisers. Oh, whoa. <laughs> and, yes, yes. <laughs> this is totally us uh, being both efficient and synergizing is that we're going to yeah. do an episode of that after we've finished recording this. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> so we'll be able to, yeah, you'll be able to check out an episode with Nick and uh, Bree here. Yay. Yeah. And I'm totally not going to be focusing on what my wish would be for the rest of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, so no, we're going to take a suggestion from someone else. Oh, great. And oh. then you're your jobs will be to, to try cynically to come, pick it apart. Well, to pick it apart and then to try to come up with what you think would be a good cost to get that wish. Yeah. Mm. Like a balanced one. Because the I idea feel is like as a writer, I'm this fully is like, on board yeah, with this. And really, a cynical human. Yeah. <laughs> this is right up your alley. And Have you had a favorite a favorite wish torn yeah. apart so far? Because we throw world back peace? out to the audience. Did someone kill world peace? We haven't had world peace as a wish. I think we have as like, I do at the end of the episode, I, do, I call them summary judgments. Okay. Like a really quick, like... This isn't worth a whole episode because this would get too, like... It's too we, big? It's either too big or too small of a oh, wish. It's not right. worth... Like, it, there wouldn't be much to discuss about it. Okay. So just like a quick throwaway joke on it. Um, but one of my favorite ones in terms of... I think it came out as like a perfect balanced cost and also one that uh, really tells a lot about a person, whether they take it or not, is you can have any food you want, whenever mm-hmm. you want, summoned to your hand. You snap your fingers, food appears in your hands. Mm-hmm. But... All food you eat, including this food, from now on, is always at the wrong serving temperature for that food. <laughs> I mean, is it brutally wrong or? It's wrong because, like, what if it's pizza? Because it's notice. good, hot, or cold, lukewarm. So there's I'm a still couple, there's a couple things that are, you know, these things are fine, right? Uh-huh. Uh, like, one of the loopholes people find out if you're summoning soup, right? Gazpacho. Oh, gazpacho soup. Like you just pick the other one, you get the yeah. Right. That's the order. One. Gazpacho, get a soup. Order right. a soup, get a gazpacho. Gazpacho's boiling. Oh, that would be unfortunate. Uh, um, I guess that's the. But point. like, yeah, and pizza <laughs> would be okay because like, pizza's not that bad, but it's still not as good. Like you'd never have warm pizza again. Uh, like like day, ever again, pizza, that would weigh on you. you know, yeah. Usually, I like cold pizza, but the other day I had pizza right out of the fridge, right out, and it was just too cold. Oh, and that's that more for breakfast. Yeah, for me. But that would be, that would be the thing. You'd have like cold pizza forever. Like, and it would never be dangerous. But it would just no. be so that it tastes wrong. Right? All right, I forgot right. about the E. coli. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah so it's, is there it's, a risk of like getting sick from the? Nope, you're no, fine. no, okay. It's, it's it's still fine. It's still healthy. To eat. It's just like 
unpleasant <gasps> in certain ways. Like oh, if you're having chips. Room temperature sushi. Oh, they're soggy. They'd be soggy, yeah, right? Because they would be chips. come out of the fridge, the humidity would make them soggy yeah. almost immediately. So all your chips are kind of soggy. Yeah. Uh, like fruit would be like, it had been out in the sun for like oh. an hour. Oh, no. Like an hour. Like it's not dangerous, but it's like, yeah. it's been out in that summer. It's got that kind of like. Or like the like, bananas would have would have turned a little a bit. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where it's like, this isn't as. Uh, <laughs> it's not quite right. Oh, but again, God. you'd never. You never have to pay for food again. Right. You never go hungry. You never go hungry. You never have to like go looking for food. Yeah. Food. Like, you know, you're working. A, I, a I'm shift off of this somewhere. wish because I need my food. You need, But you need it to be right. No, I mean, saying. I need to be able to enjoy it. At right. least have the potential. For, is it? It's only your wish food or no, is no, it it's it's all, all food? Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I would. That's the cost that goes yeah. with it. I would have to end myself at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that says, that says a lot about you. Like you see food, food as Food is very important. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an important thing to you. It's something you need in your life. To, to live it fully. I watch a lot of Bourdain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bourdain fans are not taking this wish. No, no. no. Hard pass. But if you <laughs> have free food, nope, not worth it. Yeah, if you think of this wish wish from uh, like a practical standpoint, yeah, free food for life. Yeah, yeah that's good. It saves on the like, budget. I'm on, I'm on the go a lot. I would probably go for the like just mildly un, unfun food. I yeah. think I would probably go for it because like, like, oh, it would save me so much time. Well, and also like imagine cooking like cooking healthy food is like a headache, right? Yes. Like it's yeah. got, you get all the instruments, most all, all the ingredients, uh, most of them go bad. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. Learning how to cook them is a whole thing. No, no, no. You just snap your fingers. You and have it's a, prepared. You have a prepared meal. Yeah, and it's right good for you. you. But it's, it's like good. oh, but the lettuce is a little bit brown it's or something. Little, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a little warm. It's a warm. It's, it's a <laughs> warm salad. It's a warm salad. But like, <laughs> it took you nothing. It took yeah, you that's no true. money, no time. Yeah. No. And it's healthy and good for you. Yeah, it's healthy and good for you. You just don't experience joy while you're eating it. Yeah, but why? do i that like, i could find joy elsewhere but again you can order like spe- very specific food like if you want uh kobe beef steak from a restaurant in japan that's famous for making it mm. snap your fingers and you get that it's just not it's, it's kind of cold right. it's not prepared right you left i it. wanted it medium rare <laughs> <laughs> it's medium rare it's just been left in the fridge for about an hour afterwards <laughs> who would do that to kobe beef it costs so much all the hours of massaging that beef i was gonna say cow pig but that's cow, not right yeah, yeah cow. cow and cow. beer is anyway, that what they do i think so okay. or they, oh, I think they, they give the cow them beer yeah, yeah. i think they, uh, it's a drunk so they ass cow moodo no me thanks that one's for free <laughs> yeah. i think you said it on our podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all my gold for the evening yeah. um wow that's fun cool uh and how many how many episodes have you done so far uh we're around 45 i think oh, you know i've always got the ones coming out and the ones that have right. already come out in my head so i think we're around 45 cool maybe a different number by the release date of this podcast well, at the at the time of recording 45 <laughs> yeah uh and in other podcasts you've worked on some other podcasts yes. or you've created other podcasts yes so i well. have another one that went uh, a full 50 episodes we wrapped up the story so if you want a, a beginning to end cohesive story uh, caverns and comedians oh, I, didn't, oh, I didn't know it i didn't know it ended it did uh we did you successfully no, did it, we wrapped oh, up the story oh, yeah. no spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> i won't tell you how but well so it was a dungeons and dragons podcast right. so there's a there's a quest that presents itself yes. at some point uh pretty early on and we wrap up that quest great um, but we don't know whether or not it was successfully or we not. We don't know if successful. It, it could have ended with the world ending. Ooh. Uh, I also say that, so the way we ran it was, we actually did play the D&D, the Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, and then we... Oh, we have a fairly nerdy audience. Okay, just, making, just making sure in case you got some <laughs> who don't know. Some people who are too cool to listen. All, all those uh, bro-y softball players. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And no, then we ag- not, aggressively not. edited out all the actual playing. So when you listen to it, uh, 
it's just the story it's part. It's pure yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, it's the actors doing their voices. It's descriptions of what their actions are, but just the story descriptions. You don't have to worry about like arguing about rules or us taking a break to like look something up. That's all been edited out. Interesting. Um, and, and did did the the Dungeons and Dragons fans were they like were they like do you think like a D and D fan wants to hear the process or do they are they cool with just hearing the story? What do you think? Well, I listened to both kinds of D and D podcasts yeah. at the time, and it was nice having the uh, variety. Like you can either hear them arguing over the rules or just pure story. So it's the variety; it's the spice of life. Yeah, on I think D and D podcasts. There was enough out there of ones where they had everything in. Yeah, so we right. thought that like, okay, well, how are we going to stand out in some way? Yeah, and that was one of the ways we came and up with pure story. It's just the just story. Keep it pure story. So, so it's characters and yeah, and, and also make sure it's approachable to the non D and D fan. They, right. So it's just like a fun fantasy tale for yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, cool. The way I sometimes started to pitch at people was it's it's like Lord of the Rings if everyone was bad at their job. Because <laughs> none of our characters are really that good at being heroes. There's a real dumb guy in it. I remember that one. Uh, I Well, I, it depends how you claim dumb. But uh, like, I had a dumb-voiced character named Hank. He was the sewer wizard. <laughs> so basically, like he was the city's uh, utility wizard, worked in the sewers, and then sort of got roped into the quest by accident. So he w- didn't have any questing experience. <laughs> You thought the best of most other people. Uh-oh. Oh, um, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Hank. Yeah, in a fantasy world, no, don't trust people. Uh, yeah, so that was that character. I was, might be mixing up my D&D podcast in my head right now. <laughs> there was a very horny character, Fook, oh, the, the paladin. That's an appropriate name. Uh, yeah, he, he was fun. He was a very fun character and uh, very much enjoyed. Yeah, he basically hit on Was everything. he like pansexual? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, just anything. No, I was gonna say with a heartbeat, but he he could have crossed over to. I, I don't. I think, they were well. all, I think they were all alive. Who okay. played Fuke? With Fuke? Fuke. 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 Sorry. No. And I was played by Scott Thrower. Oh yeah. He's uh, famous for his uh his fairy new, tales his for unwanted yeah. children podcast. Also yeah. A great listening. Um. Yeah. So we did wrap up the story. Uh, another thing that had the stakes is that uh, the characters could die off. So Ooh. The only sort of exception like I had a character die off at some point during the 50 episodes oh my God, you're gonna have to listen to all of them all everybody the fun I, I was the only one that could come back if a character died oh, cause I'm, because I'm the producer and I'm doing all the editing so I'm not gonna sit out of the room <laughs> fuck you guys I can't die were you the DM as well no or? Kyle was the DM okay. Kyle Scott okay I gotta no I'm I'm going to go back into that podcast. Yeah, get back in. <laughs> was, that the one, was Oliver in it as well? Oliver was in it, yeah. Did you finish Wrap Up the Quest before he moved? Or did uh, he have to do phone phone in? He never had to phone in. Oh. Uh, we were wrapped up. Okay. Interesting. I, yep. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what, you've, you've, uh, you've run some pretty cool improv shows, uh, unless you have other podcasts you want. No, those to. are the okay, only yeah, two podcasts say, that I've been. I was like, I've, oh God, I missed one. Uh, you had other, because <laughs> I. Uh, two is enough. <laughs> one at a time, one two is, overall. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but you've run some cool improv shows and, uh, yeah, and, uh, perfect match ran for about four years. Is it still running? Cause I thought it's didn't, not, it wrapped no. up very recently. Like oh, just, okay. uh, I think our last show was in November. It was our four year anniversary show. Cool. We, we, uh, it's on indefinite hiatus. We don't right. nothing ever really dies in improv. It's but, true. Yeah. I have one of those, one uh, of those shows that's yeah. like, well, we're not doing shows right now, no, but you could do it whenever, man. That was such a fun show to play. It was. Uh, and I, I still always enjoyed it. It just, it was a lot of work to book because yeah. it was, you know, eight different people every month who also then had to prepare a monologue. You uh, must have a lot a of costume. people dropping out. So many people oh, dropping out. <laughs> I think we went on streaks of like, 
Where it was you... very rare I went a whole month without someone, at least one person dropping out at some point. Hopefully they did far enough in advance I could replace them. Yeah. But Isn't we had like contingency like... plans because people dropped out day of All or two t- days I, before. That's my pet peeve as a producer. And like, it gets to the point where you like, where you're kind of, I don't know if you felt this way, but I get like bitter about it. Like, yeah. so so now when I'm producing propaganda, let's say, I'll be like, uh, so I I expect at least two people to drop out. So you overbook a little? Is that not even? I I just like know that the day of I'm gonna have I have some be- some, some depend I have some dependables oh, okay. so that I could be like yeah. you want to come do it this month somebody dropped out okay. and they'll be like yeah sure fuck you for not asking me first but okay <laughs> <laughs> I did have some people that like I went on streaks of they'd done the show enough I didn't go out looking for them I just had them like every time someone dropped out which was enough yeah that they still got on the show lots yeah. like you know I know you'll have something good for me pretty yeah. quick. Do you think it was just, it was it because like they would, they would be interested in doing the show and then eventually they'd be like, oh, wait, I have to put work into this. I, I think there was a couple of factors. I think one is, again, this was like a very indie show, so I couldn't really pay them. Right. So they yeah. got a better offer. Right. Right. Fair enough. Uh, but I think a lot definitely did get nervous. Like yeah. they signed up for it. I made sure always to explain the show to them because there's so many people who will sign up for, oh, it's an improv show. I know how to do improv. Right. And like, and then, okay, yeah, I know you know how to do improv, but there is some prep for this yeah, one. Yeah, you, you have to do a monologue before, as yeah. your character. I should probably explain the yeah, format to the that. listeners. Yeah, so the <laughs> format of the show uh, was that everyone, all the eight performers I'd get, would pick a pre-existing character. So it could be a character from a TV show, a movie, literature, real-life person, historical figure. Uh, they do a monologue off the top. Oh, man, so you, I didn't know it was real-life people, too. We had some real-life characters, yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, we, they do a monologue off the top to make sure the audience knows all the characters or at least would understand their interpretation of this character. And then the audience would get to vote on which characters they wanted to see meet. And they do 200 oh. improv scenes in As those same character. characters. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of a lot of work to prepare for. <laughs> yeah. Again, so you had to do at least, you know, write it. Some people found their monologues. They just would take a monologue that that character had. Some characters didn't have monologues i know uh, i'd be like all my characters are shakespearean characters <laughs> oh look another monologue to memorize yeah. the mon- yeah. stuff to yeah, memorize but if it you're, then. i don't know if you're and there were some shakespearean people yeah they just come in with one that they knew already right yeah. <laughs> uh but like sometimes they some people loved going for as obscure characters they could like that was like their game was like how obscure a character will maddox let me get away with oh uh, i know paul ioshi once went in as enzo the baker which is a character from the godfather part two <laughs> He would. <laughs> he has a single line, I think, in the entire film. Was that his monologue? Which is when someone goes up to him and goes, who are you? And he says, Enzo the I'm baker. Enzo the baker. <laughs> and they make him stand outside and pretend to be a mobster because they couldn't have mobsters. Like, that's his whole role oh, in the film. It's just yeah, some yeah, yeah. baker guy standing outside. And he's got to look tough. Pretending to look tough. Because yeah, there's, a, there's a hit or something that's They're worried by. that someone's going to hit on the family while he's in the hospital. Yeah, Enzo did a good job. <laughs> he did. So then, did... He looked did, Yeah, did Paul say anything other than, did he create like a whole backstory? He spoke mostly in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but he, like, like, does he know Italian? Or did, yeah, like he had a couple words. And then, like, like Mario, he, Luigi, pizza. His, his English was very broken, so he didn't have a whole lot of lines. Oh, what is this? Like a little <laughs> stuff like that. So it was very fun. Like he didn't have a whole lot to say. And oh, then he man. played off the other character a lot. His intent was always clear. So he, yeah. he had a way to interpret it. He, I mean, we also had a, a character who's actual lines was uh the the meep meep alien from <laughs> yeah. sesame street mark scheiser did that oh that sounds about right so his whole scene <laughs> was just i guess the read the running that's a different one yeah no meep, not meep, the road runner meep, meep, oh road runner yeah, yeah. The, that would have been a good one run. honestly 
Did somebody come as the road? I don't think we had Roadrunner. We have so many though. I remember yeah. one time I was uh, I didn't have time to memorize. I'm telling you this now. I didn't Uh-oh. have time to memorize a monologue, so I read off my computer screen. Right. You, you tried to convince <laughs> me that it was a stylistic choice. I remember <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, like, for sure. Oh, and when the lights go down, uh, just keep them down because I'm going to use my computer backlit. It'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> to be okay. fair, in the episode, I mean, she she was reading Dana what Stolle, she was right? writing. Yeah, she was like writing a thing about Mulder having gone away. <laughs> oh or my something. god! Yeah, yeah but it's just her dark on stage, yeah. backlit. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I can't watch X Files without going Mulder. You're naked. Mulder, you're naked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did that actually happen, or was that just? No, that was uh, us making this, making it up. Oh, yeah. did it actually happen? Like. Yeah, later. That was, oh. but no, but I don't think when we were making fun of it, it had, or maybe it had, no, I don't think it had at the time, but no. now they've, David yeah. Duchovny would find an excuse to get he, naked. Yeah. Just <laughs> red shoes showing up yeah. on the set all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's 90s cuts He's right there, to kids. Go. <laughs> to go. Uh, that was a fun show. Yeah, but that one's wrapped up for now. Uh, uh, I Conveniently, as basically as that one was winding down, I have a new show. Uh, called The No Show, K-N-O-W. Uh, oh, that's yours? I didn't know that was yours. I'm a co-producer, so I'm co-producing it with Jenna LeBlanc. Yes. Uh, so it's a science-themed comedy variety show. Yes. Well, so that I'm sounds the- good as long as I don't learn anything, <laughs> But you will. Oh, oh Hard out. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we book a guest to do some... Um, comedy some of their comedy sketches that they already have okay. or, or a sketch troupe uh, we have a musical actor we have zave ruth coming up this oh, month he's great and he's great. smart very smart yeah uh wait so what's and great zave ruth that's a fun name it's like dave with an x yeah oh, oh i think dave God, might be his real funner. name but that's his stage oh, okay name. it is yeah. okay <laughs> he's uh he's great and a math teacher yes so again a lot of his stuff deals with like math or yeah. science in oh, his I material he's like the piano one where he plays where he, have you seen this He's got like a piano in the back. Or maybe I shouldn't say anything if he's about Ooh, to be on your yeah, show. Don't spoil yeah, me, I won't but spoil me. <laughs> but everybody else, go to his YouTube and yeah. look at the music thing. Or go, better yet, go, go to, to the show. Go to the show, show. Yeah. yeah. May 22nd, uh, uh, 8 p.m. at the Social Capital Theater. There you the go. Boom. Um, yeah, we so we have a guest. Uh, uh, I do some like news style comedy jokes. So like a late night host, but yes. only science stories. I just <laughs> I do like some late that. night yeah. jokes. You said news style. I thought you said new style comedy. I was like, what is this new, new style yes. of comedy have that heard? I have not heard of? The nouveau comedy. <laughs> uh, no, like news. Like, yeah. So like, like oh, Seth Meyers, Colbert but type science, jokes. Sci- just they're all only science, science only science stories stuff, in the last yeah. month or so. Oh, you, well, at least There's you a lot of material. Yeah. There's lots. There's a lot lots. of global black warming holes. stuff. That, oh, that yes. black, wait, what was the big one that they found? Black hole. They finally did a photo of a black hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. array of telescopes. And spoiler alert, it looked like a black hole. Wow. It's actually kind of impressive that they nailed it. It was pretty close to a lot of the theories. Yeah. yeah it was they I mean they did a lot of work on the math of like how would this look and then Yeah. Oh, okay. They got pretty it. close. They got That's there. crazy. And how far away was it? Anyway, far. It was in a different galaxy. Yeah. Fuck. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I I can't even tell you how many light years, but it was a lot. Yeah. And there was there was a black hole in our galaxy, but they I think what was it um, because it was smaller. It was still they were going to get a better picture of the one of the further, further away. Oh, okay, well, man, because it's it was such a huge, supermassive black hole in that one. That's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> just don't go there. It's fine. Uh, what if I end up there and I don't realize you, it? You won't notice it because you'll be stuck outside of time or yeah. dead. Oh well, yeah, dead. But yeah, I don't or know. who knows? <laughs> Parallel <hole>. universe free. <laughs> well, the, the leading theory is you get what's called spef- 
spaghettified. Spaghetti. Yeah. Yes, I don't like that word. It's not a good way to go, yeah. especially if time starts breaking down. Like, would that feel like you're turning into spaghetti permanently or forever? So, yeah, time would slow for you relativistically. <laughs> oh, to everybody else. So basically, it would look like the rest of the universe stopped, and yeah. then you would slowly be to, ripped to apart. Their, yeah, to, no, their well, pers- to the perspective of everyone else, it would take you like millions of years to die. Yeah. I mean, you'd still feel like you were dying at the same pace, but you just noticed that you stopped. It's totally fine. And then but everyone, everyone else would, would be walk. like, oh, you've been dying for like a million years. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so bored of this story about this person turning into spaghetti. <laughs> we know. <laughs> we She's spaghetti. <laughs> Next. Oh. Uh, and the part of the show that also excites me is we get a real scientist in. Cool. Uh, I interview them for about 10 minutes about what they know about. And then we use that to inspire our improv set. Oh, fun. Yeah. Are we still allowed to have scientists in the Ontario right now? Yes. <laughs> oh. In the comedy world. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. Only in the comedy world right, right now. Everyone I don't know if they're they al- allowed to <laughs> report their findings. Uh, this is the only place they're still allowed to speak. <laughs> in the comedy world. <laughs> yeah. We make jokes about them. Yeah. Oh, man. Tough times we live in. Uh, cool. You also, yeah. are you, you're still running Quizdemonium? Yeah, I'm still the host of Quizdemonium. Which is a fun quiz show uh, they do. Pub trivia night. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm, it's I'm, okay. I'm told by my co-producer, Andrea Miller, uh, I'm not allowed to calling it a show. It's not. A, it's a pub quiz. It's not a show. Oh, right. But I'm just used to calling everything I do a show. I would still call it a show. No, no, no. Pub I, quiz is a pub quiz. It's its own thing. I guess people will think it's a different but thing. Like, he but he gets I, all dressed up I, to I, host I, it. I wear a vest. Well, that's that's a good pub quiz. That's yeah, a quality. He's just a really good host for this pub quiz. Yeah. Yes. I think some people do get confused when I say show because that's just what I'm used to calling everything I, I do. And so maybe uh, people who would come to the quiz would be like, well, I don't want to go. Oh, I don't want to go on stage. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they all sound like they're from the 20s. Pub quizzes are mostly time travelers. <laughs> that's they do why re- they're so good. <laughs> they're really good on history questions. Really yeah. bad on pop culture. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> Hey, Andrew puts a lot of work into that. Well, both of you do, but I remember hearing about like good the, the amount of time, <laughs> the amount of time he she well, I don't know. I haven't talked that much to Maddox about it. Talked to Andrew about it anyway. You guys do lots of research by well, lots of research. I, yeah, yeah by we, what I understand. We really care about making sure. Well, we know our audience is full of a bunch of pedants who are going to get us if anything's <laughs> not quite right. Yeah, also, well, actually, well, I mean, I would do that, yeah. so I can't blame them for doing it. Fair. Uh, so yeah, I gotta, I gotta make sure we we do the research and we get every question as right as possible. And it's hard coming up with ideas when you keep yeah, doing especially it. Especially if you've done it, because how many you've been doing it for three? Years? We're th- over three year months. Yeah. That's such a specific demo of like, you go to the pub to no quiz. And so like, who goes to a bar and goes, you know what would be really good right now? A challenge of knowledge. A lot of people. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a of, lot people. of people. Because there's like, this isn't the only quiz show in town, you know? No, like people love oh, trivia. God. It got big in the UK. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the U- still... Yeah, UK takes it real serious yeah. too. And I've heard that there's some people who have been to both. Uh, so the UK ones are not as fun because they really focus on like local minutia. <laughs> so if you're coming from outside, you're toast. Oh. I felt bad. The, we had a, a, a Irish couple show up to our pub trivia on what night. And normally our stuff, super relatable, super wide. You know. <laughs> it was the Canada edition. They showed up in July <laughs> and we had a bunch of Canada rounds. <laughs> nice. Okay, that's and, I'm like, and I would just have to be like, sorry guys, we normally don't have this much specifically Canada related. <laughs> it's normally trivia. all Irish stuff, really. You guys <laughs> we work in as much so Irish sorry. as we can. But. 
oh man it's like the closest you got was like newfoundland references it's like a kind of irish I mean, kind of, you know most but they wouldn't <laughs> I mean, think, they wouldn't say it that way <laughs> no that's cool so yeah. you, have you done fringe i have done fringe yes. as a stage manager in the past okay I am doing Fringe this year for the first time as a producer-director. That's exciting. Uh, This year I'm doing one called The Resistance Improvised. Cool. Uh, It's inspired by a board game called The Resistance, which you may or may not know of. And not the current political movement. Or or the French French during World War II. Not La Resistance. (laughs) Uh, The game is like a sci-fi aesthetic, but the basic game is just a secret identity game. So. We're going to have six actors. Uh, two of them on the, every show are going to secretly be spies. Mm-hmm. So the rest of most of the cast is trying to take down the corrupt government. Okay. And two of them are oh, spies for the corrupt for the ah. government. Yeah. And even the other actors don't know who the spies are oh, in any one show. And it switches like every night. It's every be night. Different. Yeah. I'm just going to oh, pick them random. That's fun. Uh, so they have their characters figured out in advance. Right. Uh, but the scenes are either them having scenes back at the base being suspicious of each other because right. they don't know who who's the, who the spies are. Right. Uh, and the other scenes are them going on missions, cool. like operations, you know, to try to take down the government. And if they send the spies on the missions, because they get to pick their teams for each mission, oh. they send the spies, the spies can choose to sabotage a mission. <gasps> oh, that's fun. So, if, yeah, enough <laughs> sabotages, then the government wins. Enough victories, then the resistance wins. Oh. So, uh, at and the end of the that's show... That's the name of the board game is The Resistance? The Resistance, oh. yeah. And we got like this really good cyberpunk uh, sci-fi aesthetic. Everyone's going to oh, be cool. glowing. We're going to have hazers. Do you know where it's going to be? Yeah, music. hazers amazing. Yes. Uh, we're at the Randolph. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Where's that? that is that a bar? Or a... No, it's, no, it's, it's a this... big theater, like 200 seat. Oh, yeah. nice. I'm a little nervous about the size of it, but uh, we're going to we're gonna do our best and oh, put on a good great. show. Uh, it's, yeah, it's at Bathurst and uh, almost Bloor. Just south of where Honest Ed's was. Oh, Okay. Sorry to give you the no, sad memory of mentioning <laughs> Honest Ed's. But did you I ever mean, go to Honest Ed's? Or are you just, just like walked by reminiscent of Toronto? And I, I've watched Scott Pilgrim <laughs> yeah. quite a, a bunch of times. It's <laughs> very prominent in the uh, graphic novel more yeah. than the movie. Yeah. It wa- yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a huge battle in yeah. there. Yeah. That wasn't in the movie, was it? No. 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 It was a good battle. You know what yeah. sucks, man? I lent this dude my first two copy like my Scott Pilgrim wanted to, and he never gave it back. And now we're not on speaking terms anymore. Is big, it because of the yeah? Because of the taking his taking your books? No. Oh, then just go of, stab him. I don't know where. I don't. You want, just I don't get want the color it. copy of it now. But I don't it's want fun. the color copy. Oh, I want right. the, so I guess I could just go get the original. But I feel like well, fuck off. I didn't. I have to pay these for these again. And then I I do feel it's worth it. They're yeah. really really good. <laughs> yeah. No, they're good. They're yeah. great. Oh, huge fan of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Oh, well, that's going to be fun. Yes. Uh, do you know, do we know who, do you, do you, have you got your cast? I imagine I have, you have your have cast because it sounds like you've had to, you've probably yes. rehearsed we started, already. So, started, yeah. We've done some past ones before. We did it before we got into the fringe, like a couple uh, test shows basically cool. of the format because I liked the idea. And already. is it like, be, is, this has to be like beat prop. Yeah. So structured improv, yeah. I guess. Uh, not really even beat prop. But I guess there's like moments and structures, right? Because right. there's. Me sort of doing a directed play type thing, so being narrative. like, These, this is the yeah. scenes happening at the base. And then every right. so often I call a mission. Okay. I send them on the mission and they do the physicality while I do the description of the mission. Oh, fun. So yeah, it's a bunch of cool actions. They're shooting their guns. They're flying 
through space, crawling through air ducts. Oh man! Fighting robots and cyborgs oh, with cool si- uh, special effects and with stuff it. or sound effects. Yeah, so we're gonna have like, like haze. Wind. We're gonna have them all sort of underlit, so they're gonna do the physicality. We're gonna have uh, the people who aren't on the mission sort of doing like the NPCs, as you'd call them. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, playing yeah. that in. We're gonna try to move boxes around and climb and jump. Nice. We're working on all that. That's still in the process, but cool. non-playing character. Gotcha. Yeah, non-player character. Yes, NPC. Sorry. Cool. A gamer term. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I don't play video games. Oh, I know. It's all right. That one's trying thoughts. to sneak into culture too. Yeah. In How a really it? dystopian dark way. Oh, Ooh. maybe I don't know this. Yeah. Um, basically, it's like uh, gamer gators and stuff oh. who view people who aren't into gaming so much as NPCs. And so <laughs> they're, they're not really people like Ooh, them. Yeah. It's pretty dark. Yeah. The I mean, world's a dark place, everybody. It is. Don't look into it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, everyone gets the perspective that, like, yeah, two other people, everyone's an NPC to everyone else, right? Like, everyone's their own player character. Kind, well, yeah. Like, a, a, everybody's the Truman in their own Truman show. Exactly, right? So there's lots of people who seem like an NPC to you because, like, you're just going to see them. They're kind of on the periphery of your yeah, existence. They're doing their own thing. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they give you a quest, mm. as in they're the, you know, the... They ask you to do something for money, an like, employer, as it were, but you don't know them that well. Right. That'd be like an NPC in a video game term. No, I don't. Okay. I gotcha. I don't think. And I'm, you get it in D&D too. I guess any game. Yeah. Yeah. So any anyone gaming who's device. not specifically played by a, one of the players is an NPC. Hmm. There you go. Relearned. I learned a thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I derailed what? us as well oh. right where were we we're back we're doing oh the yeah theater, i asked about the cast the resistance. Ooh, who, oh. who, who, who's oh. in the cast yeah uh we got carmine lucarelli oh my goodness ryan oh, hughes Wait, carmine was he good. in the D show carmine mm, he had a guest appearance oh, okay. in caverns and comedians you must have met carmine he co-owns the socap oh, okay all right i popped my pee there yes socap and you're gonna you can add, fix that you <laughs> have to edit that <laughs> I'm going to keep it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Carmine, Ryan Hughes, uh, Anthony Hall. Ah. Uh, yeah. uh, we got John Blair. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got Nikasia Agbana, Kat oh, Lightwin, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Anne McMaster. Yeah. And, and Carly Thorne. Oh, what a crew. And so I got a cast of eight, and only six will be on any particular night. So okay. Sort of so they get cast. a break. It's not even, it's part for the break, and it's more for just the variety, right? Right. Like, there'll be different pairings of the characters. Yeah. That's a good shout. Mm-hmm. It's structured. Fun. Yeah. I'm very excited for it. Please uh, see it at Fringe when it happens in early July. July 4th to 11th is our shows. I think 3rd to 11th, the Fringe overall. We'll put a... Well, once you get, once you post your dates, once you have your dates and everything, we'll... Uh, f- I can send you those, yeah. We'll you those. Uh, repost Notes, those. Notes, yeah. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's so cool. So it sounds like, do you have any, do you have any other projects in the making that, that, uh, that are like maybe at the like incubated oh, level stage? Um, I mean, I feel like I've got a lot on the go now enough that I don't want to. Well, like, I'm only asking because you have so much that yeah, I'm like, yeah, there yeah. must be so much more <laughs> just bubbling in there. I have a bunch of other ideas that I'm like, every time they come up, I get, I get close to doing them and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, man, you need to save some time in your schedule for, you know, sleep, <laughs> sleep and like working jobs that pay right. <laughs> and That's uh, right. just being flexible enough to take all the other work. You yeah. used to work in at SoCap. I do work at SoCap as a stage manager. Yeah. Uh, and then I do a lot of gigs. A lot of my uh, work is actually like educational acting. Ah. It's like simulation. Right. Acting, yeah. A lot of, okay. Let, there are a lot of like, act, like actors in Toronto and improvisers who do that. Yeah. Wait, what is it? 
Uh, like one of the most common ones is called standardized patient work. So when doctors are either getting oh, trained or getting tested, you pretend to be a patient. We pretend to be a patient yeah. as their like test, as their question. Yeah. What's the grossest injury or, or ailment you've had to have? I can't tell you like specifics okay. because like confidentiality and stuff. Right. But I'll just say I have had trauma roles where Ooh. like they had to do like blood makeup and stuff. Oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah. That must get pretty intense. The, and, and it's going to sound weird, but just keep in mind, I'm saying this from an actor perspective, not from a person suffering from a perspective, mm-hmm. but like mental illness roles are the ones that are more fun for an actor to play. Well, cause they're a little more complex. High, yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. They're more complex. They're more like high affect. There's right. a lot where it's just like, yeah, I've had this cold for three weeks. <laughs> right. Like, it's no, there's no fun in that. It's just like memorizing a bunch of timelines right. of when things have happened to you. But yeah, I've done right. some uh, roles where, yeah, I get to play something with a little bit more fire to it. Oh, man. <laughs> and those can be fun. <laughs> oh, man. That's cool. I'm just uh, thinking about the Joker movie now for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be the most realistic or... Uh, no, it's going to be. Portrayal <laughs> of mental illness. Pretty sure that's all there is. <laughs> <laughs> Who's playing him again? Uh, oh, Joaquin. Joaquin. Oh, man. I'm just like, now nah, I just worry about whoever's going to play the Joker. Jack what? Nicholson's fine. I yeah, don't. I, I don't think fine. it was related for Heath. No, I, but I just worry. Okay, <laughs> you know? you're, just, you're just worried <laughs> about the worrier. coincidence of it. Yeah, uh, like how intense. Like Joaquin gets like into his shit. You know. Yeah, yeah. He does. <laughs> he's probably killed several thousands by now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just worried about him. Just worried about society so around that. him. Yeah, that's that's a more fair concern. Yeah, he does seem to fall into it. He, he put a lot of work into one role that no one cared about. Do you remember this? 300. No. Oh, no. Yes, I blew the it joke. wasn't. I meant oh, Gladiators. Oh, Gladiators. <laughs> it wasn't going to. Was it the one that he was in with Philip Seymour Hoffman that was friggin' awesome? So, no, some people like that one. There was one where he. he they did like a documentary where he was trying to be a rapper. Oh. And it turned out afterwards that it was all like a role for this. Like they did it on oh. purpose as like a mockumentary type I'm, thing. But at the time, no one, everyone was like, okay, he's an idiot being a rapper. Like no uh, one cared about the movie. I but he that, just went, he went method to the right. point. Yeah. Like, for a while, for like a yeah, year. Yeah. Everybody thought he was like nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was like, it was for a role, but it was really just like a publicity well, stunt. Yeah. The audience, I think, uh, well, that's good to know the audience is like discerning enough to know when something's like, this is, there's something off yeah, about this. Yeah. It didn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I still like him. Yeah, he's cool. He's done good work. Yeah. I don't, I've never met him personally. I nope. don't know. Maybe he's, he's real Maybe we have. Yeah. He's just that good of an actor. Oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got I'm Joaquin. I've been... <laughs> oh, this whole time. <laughs> he just like rips Your brother's been Joaquin the All right, whole time. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> like whole time. Like oh since God. you were kids. But I remember when you, you don't even look like... That's good makeup. That's how good man. acting yeah. is. No, no. No makeup. Not... What? This no is, makeup on the... This is just so his face. So he puts makeup on to he become... What? No, he just acts. This oh, is all about, out loud, all about like facial work. You can really morph. We the way should the have more hit. podcast listeners if you're Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> but again, if he puts his, he goes that method. No one method, cares. Yeah, no he's cares like he on purpose. Only twenty people. Yeah. I had to keep in character this whole time. No, I so. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Joaquin. <laughs> Nick will not break. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Now th- we ha- we ask this in every episode. Well, what's your constant struggle? Uh, why, oh, no. When you said it sounded sarcastic, but like really. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would say mine is what what I start to feel is my constant struggle is because I do so much 
stage managing and producing and tech work and that sort of stuff is that people always forget that I, I am an actor. Right. Oh, man, yeah. That I want to be a performer or I produce things and then I go, oh, I'm so busy producing this. I don't put myself into it. Or I don't do the right. work to be the performer, which that's why I got into this whole thing. Yeah. The whole reason I started producing things was like I wanted to be put able to yourself. stick. stick yeah. my Yeah, I'm very selfish. <laughs> I wanted to stick myself in my stuff and then like. For right. perfect match, I just couldn't keep up with also doing the producing and uh, performing. So I'd throw myself in sometimes. Right. But like it got to the point I couldn't do it every time or couldn't do it most of the time even. That sounds like your problems too, right? Eh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like you're busy running all the shows, you don't get to be in other people's shows. Well, from one, <laughs> or you just can't go free, right? Like you yeah. can't just go like, I have no worries about the show. No, you can't. Go There's, you're always, part of you is always like, not enough people are here or I wish more people were here or this person was late or somebody's acting weird and like, yeah. So I gotta produce a, this. I yeah. gotta watch the door or whatever. Maybe yeah. you should guys, just throwing an, an idea out there is uh, give yourself an off season where uh, you're not gonna be... Uh, yeah. Yeah, like maybe two months break where you're going to be in other people's stuff instead of your shows. But that's the thing to get in other people's show, you have to stay top of their mind. Yeah. Mm. That's like, so that's why it's like a constant thing of like, I get yeah, into people's mind. Yeah, it's the weirdest thing too because like you'll put people, I don't know if this happens to you, but like I put people in my shows all the time and then it's like, can I, okay, cool, you're running a show now. Can I do your show? And they're like, yeah, no. come, come check it out first. And I'm like, oh. fuck you. Yeah, you know? yeah, I didn't make you check out mine. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I just put you in mine. Uh. Uh. Yeah, I also have like the new guy, the youngins. Uh, I, you know, I've, been, I've been here like a decade now. <laughs> I said that. Uh, but the youngins come up and they're like, oh, oh, you perform too? Uh, I've only seen you as a tech. Uh, I've only you. seen you doing lights. Like, I've, well, I haven't seen you until this I, year. I, yes. this, I saw you last week, first time. <laughs> I've been doing this longer than you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even that old. Guys, put Maddox it. in feel your friggin shows that's my that's my psa <laughs> oh i do have another thing i'm doing because someone did put me in their show my good friend uh paul j <clears throat> paul jp paul jp uh he put me in his show ultimate uh fan fiction championship yes which is a, sh- which is a show which i <laughs> 10 years ago you asked me would you do the show i would say i'm never doing that show this isn't going to come up uh but it's you write erotic fan fiction awesome oh, i didn't even think you like and when i did it you don't even have to write it you just have to find it my first ones i just found okay wait then, is there other kinds of fan fiction <laughs> but is it erotic yeah uh, sorry there was, is a yeah. little let's go for the there's joke a little there. it's not as fun there's okay. not much I'll, no you're right it's like, all horny harry potter stuff isn't uh it? fan fiction is like the internet 90 percent of oh, it is porn, porn. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah so like i uh, first couple of times I just found something. Yeah. Uh, but like he had me come back and I noticed a bunch of people were writing their own stuff. And so eventually yeah. one time actually what it was is, oh, I know what would be good and this must exist. So I went out looking for it and, and I couldn't find it. What was it? I need to know. Ghostbusters crossover erotica between the old and the new. Oh. oh. How is it yeah, not male you and would female? think that would exist. That's, I want to see, yeah, I want to see Kristen I mean, they already, getting it on with Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Who knows? Holtz, Dan Aykroyd no, had Holtzman sex with a ghost in Holtzman the first one. Egon is the crux of oh. my piece. Oh, I thought she was a lesbian. In the movie as well. Well, Egon is enough of a man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's bringing her back. <laughs> they are specifically in tune with each other. Yeah. That's what uh, that's what karmic sexual yeah. science. Yeah, it's thing. more like on the brain level, right? Yeah, then, yeah. It's, and it goes the, beyond gender. Yeah. and mild spoiler: by the end, everyone's on everybody. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Except for I make it very clear that Winston and Patty never, because she reminds him too. Uh, he reminds her too much of her uncle. Oh, so oh never my get, god! They yeah. never get close to each other at all. That's fair. Important. Yeah. Oh man. That's fun. Yeah, I guess when I, w- I went once, I did that show once, uh, and 
<laughs> it was Dawson's Creek fan. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't write it though, but it was like pretty obviously. Was pa- it just Pacey, Pacey Shaggy's teacher the whole time? No, it was Pacey and Dawson. Thank oh, you very much. <laughs> uh, I'm not a, familiar with the. Uh, we used a sock puppet as <laughs> as Dawson. You're the Dawson. <laughs> so nice and dirty. Mm-hmm. That's a fun and silly show. But yes, I guess my struggle is getting remembered as a performer and not right. um, getting put in another box. Right. Yeah, because you because you've created the other boxes to to facilitate the the performance part, but people are then people, but people also just want to perform. Yeah, and honestly, I only got into doing tech because well, one, it, it's the part that pays sometimes. Yeah, and I wanted to make sure I kept going out to things. Yes. I didn't want to get lazy and just stay home. Yeah, I hear you. So I wanted to make sure I kept going out to improv shows and comedy shows. I think that's yeah, one of the reasons like a lot of people get into tech is because yeah it's it's something to keep you in the in the building right yeah. something that keeps you like I have yeah if I'm there I'll see so much improv I'll see so much comedy yeah I'll, you know what's going on yeah and... I'll yeah I'll have my finger on the pulse but the struggle Ooh, is yeah. that what are in higher demand in the improv scene performers or people to actually do the tech for a show that's what, like that's part of why for the last couple of years for Fringe I've been doing You've the been tech. Doing the tech, yeah. Because people yeah, need people who know suddenly how to you need tech. a lot of techs yeah. in Toronto yeah. for the Fringe Festival. Oh, of course, there's not enough to go around. Yeah, 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 yeah. So get your techies in your shows. Yeah, or like yeah, or like fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pay, your right. te- pay your techs well. Get them early if you can. Yeah. And you can't use me this year, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! I, mean, I didn't even know Maddox. You had that many middle fingers. Just <laughs> <laughs> a half a dozen in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was actually born with a rare mutation. But all my fingers are <laughs> middle, middle fingers. fingers. Uh, no, that's great. Yeah, that's a good point. It's hard. It's hard to, especially if yeah, if you found this other thing that that helps to make you money. Like producing is like one of the ways to make money. Things oh, in, theory. Theory. in theory. In theory, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's why I think people go into producing and then it's kind of like everybody's just like, can I be in your show? Can I be in your show? Can I be in your show? Never do you want to be in my yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Because they're not running shows. They just want to be in shows. Yeah. There's like few, obviously fewer producers, fewer people who are doing that part of the work, yeah. which is like bringing, uh, opening the stage up for people to try new things. But yeah. So uh, the trick is don't be good at anything and be very self-centered mm, and then you'll do fine. <laughs> That doesn't sound like actors at all. Yeah. That's what I like about I like about Alan B because then he'll like bring on producers specifically on his show. That was who very are, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even realize I was booked As for a, uh, Alan B was running Connect Forty. Okay. And yeah, I, I, only when he called me up, he was like, "Oh, he called me to put me in with the producers." <laughs> like, this is a team of all producers. Thanks for producing stuff. I'm like, "Oh, that's why I'm here." Like, I thought I was yeah. just. I thought it was nice, but I, yeah, I'll take I thought it. I was just picked as a, a random person. I think it was yeah. producers who also perform, or he wouldn't have put you on stage. Yeah, but he picked people who had put him in. Show. It's like a thank oh, you right. for having put me in shows. Oh, that makes here's sense. A, here's a bunch of producers. Oh well, that's nice. See, that's nice. Yeah, it's nice of him. Oh, what a what a mensch. He's a <laughs> sweet guy. <laughs> yeah. Nick, any more questions? No. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to doing a another <laughs> podcast. You've been thinking, <laughs> oh, you've you been go, thinking no. about it the whole time. I know. <laughs> and it, it ties in with what we were just saying. Like, we produce a podcast. And we've had Maddox on our show. Now he's so putting Maddox on is going to produce a podcast. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to be on his show. Yeah. yeah. So Check cool. out Break a Wish where you can see yeah, Bree sure. and we'll Nick. Put, we'll, put a, we'll definitely put a link up to Break a Wish. And yeah. we're, we'll do a lot of this. Crossover podcast. Crossover. Cross, po- po- yeah. 
crossover, crossover pod. Uh, and then we'll, yeah, we'll we'll send a, we'll send the links to your social media and that kind of stuff cool. so people can follow you, uh, and uh, and check out all the cool stuff that you're creating because it's really awesome. Great, and, yeah. and go check out the old podcast as well and yeah. get into D and D. I yeah, just get into D and D. Just like, in general, yeah. <laughs> get into D and D. If you want to see what you can do with D and D, check out Caverns and Comedians. If you just want to play D and D, do that too because yeah. it's fun. Just do D- play D and D. Have fun out there, everybody. Have fun. Yeah, have fun and <laughs> struggle on. Struggle on. Struggle on. Yay! This has been episode number fifty-five of the Constant Struggle Podcast, featuring our guest Maddox Campbell. The episode was hosted by Nick Watson and me, Bree Watson. Cover art for our podcast was created by Rob Hills. We'd like to thank Maddox Campbell for cross-potting with us. If you'd like to catch our episode on his podcast, be sure to check out Break a Wish on Apple Podcasts and Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher, or directly on the Sonar Network's website. You can follow Break a Wish on Twitter at Break a Wish Pod, on their Facebook page, at Break-A-Wish-Pod, and you can also join their Facebook discussion group. You can also go directly to the Sonar Network's website, thesonarnetwork.com slash break-a-wish. Keep an eye out for Maddox's Toronto Fringe show, The Resistance Improvised, and follow him on Twitter and Facebook at Maddox Campbell, or on Instagram at kicksngigglesent. That's kicks, the letter N, giggles, and. ENT. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to check out our past episodes at theconstantstruggle.podbean.com and on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Leave a review and share the episode. It really helps the podcast when you do. We'll be creating a discussion group on Facebook where fans and friends of the podcast can share their thoughts on all the latest episodes, so stay tuned for that. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Facebook at The Constant Struggle Podcast or on Twitter and Instagram, at StrugglePod. Thanks so much for listening, and struggle on. And I would not do you.